listeners, we're back. Your two favorite assholes in the room. Two vets venting with Hack and Baggins here. Um, we got some good topics today. Um, and, you know, we're, we're a little excited about this. This is, this is becoming our uh, favorite time of the day. We get to record. We get to vent. We get to talk about what's going on, what we're up to, and uh, things like that. So, uh, just real quick, let's do a quick little catch-up on what we've been up to things have kind of slowed down for for us now that you know vacations are over moving's over and things like that well speak for yourself dude moving well moving's over but moving in is not right right unpacking and getting all situated um i kind of took on a, a larger test than i anticipated with this this new car project but you know as frustrating as it is i still enjoy it i'm crazy i know but anyways, um, what I've been up to, I just got to figure out this car situation, <laughs> get it, get it fixed and running, and then I can be happy. Yeah, but I feel like it wouldn't be worth it if it wasn't. Well, I I got it for cheap, for one, the car. It's just a little more in depth repairs than I anticipated. I'm still gonna be, you know, if I do decide to sell it, I'm still gonna be on top. But you still seem a, more- a bit. You're more attached to this one though than the other one. Yeah, it's it's definitely my favorite body style. I've had this body style before. Anybody that knows Audi's the A4 B7 body style, that's my favorite. Um, but it's it's a nice car. I mean, I'll just leave it at that. Just got to get it going. But uh, do get there. Yeah. Anyways, what have you been up to besides the moving? Yeah, no, just trying to unfuck my house. You know, <laughs> all the boxes and all that shit. Yeah. And, Trying to get comfortable with the new lay of the land, man, and then and then maintain, you know, a few little projects that. Yeah, I we're mean, honestly, do. what's been consuming my, most of my time is my damn chickens, man. Mm-hmm. I have a flock of assault chickens that hang out in my backyard, and yeah, um, you know, I just gotta I gotta get them right. So I've been, I don't know, I YouTube a bunch of shit. That's what I do, just YouTube <laughs> stuff and try to fix it. Hey, but, that, that I told you that earlier this week, if. If you can't YouTube it and figure it out, Probably it's it not worth doing it. Yeah, so I've just been <laughs> focused on, you know, I'm, I'm working, you know, how I get those pallets or whatever. Yeah. So I'm working with wood that's like, you know, it's a little hard to make it all perfectly straight and square and all that right. stuff. But it's like, you know, it's fun for me. And the end of the day, I built it. Uh, my chickens will be safe and happy and dry. And, you know, my kids, kids have fun. And chi- my chickens have been like a fun hobby for me, man, so... Yeah, I mean, I think you definitely need to find hobbies and things that get get you going, get you something to look forward to, kind of, you know, consume your time a little bit. Savage. Chickens but, are huh. savage. Oh, yeah. That's, they'll eat anything. They'll literally, they'll eat themselves. They'll like, eat it, chicken. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't personally do that. I've heard stories, but. Yeah. Yeah, man, and then just, you know, football season started, dude. Super stoked. This is the best time of year for me. You know, I know you're a big baseball fan, but for me, football is really my favorite time well I, this is this is like my favorite time of year because I, I like sports i just like sports baseball definitely kind of rises a little bit to the top over some but you know like right now you know baseball playoffs are around the corner we got college football starting we got nfl starting we got the nba coming up next month like mm. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Hockey's around the corner. You know, I, I do like hockey. I'm not a huge fan. I don't follow it intently or intensely. Well, your son's going to be, though. Um, or at least it seems like it. Yeah, so, you know, it's a fun time of year. And I do like this time of year when, like, like with the seasons. So, mm. you know, I like the little bit cooler temperatures. I don't really care much for the snow, but... Um, I noticed you're definitely a moderate type of cat. You... Complain when it's cold, and you complain when it's hot. Complain when it's hot. That's right. (laughs) That's how I am. Speaking of weather, now that it's getting kind of shady, kind of iffy, we got some good buddies over at the Salt Lake Golf Lounge. Why don't you tell people a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. Hey, so the Salt Lake Golf Lounge is a pretty awesome concept. I think a lot of people have probably done or seen, if they're into golf, they've probably seen the indoor simulators, but these guys are doing it right. Yeah. Their technology is top-notch with TrackMan. Yeah. But definitely a way to beat the heat, beat the cold, yeah. uh, and actually see real numbers, you know, for your swing, like really break your swing down, yeah. and then play, what, I think 36 different courses. 
Oh, and, I think and they so you and I even more. You and I dabbled in a little bit of indoor simulation at that PGA yeah, in what Minneapolis. Yeah, remember the PGA thing? So yeah, it's fun. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not perfect, but no, it's definitely. But you're hitting golf balls. Yeah, it's definitely a way to keep yeah. going and hang out with your buddies, and and dare I say, even in some cases, probably play a little quicker. Um, yeah, I definitely think. I mean, you can do it quicker because. Those that have done golf simulators know that putting is is damn near impossible on those things. So yeah, you could set like a radius around the hole where yeah, it just automatically. Keeps most it. folks will do like ten to five feet or whatever. Yeah, just as so, a stroke, which but, is fine. Um, we're, we're looking at going and trying to see if we can recreate David Duvall's like ninety-two <laughs> or whatever it was at Royal Port Rush right? or whatever. Yeah, try to beat his score. Try to beat you know Duvall's. But you know, shout out to those guys though. That was huge. They uh, supported our golf tournament. Yeah, and they it was awesome because they brought a track man out and did long right. drive. And if you're a golfer, you know it's annoying when you see like some schmuck right. win the long drive and you're like, no way. Yeah. Um, but we had guys that you know are really really good golfers. And like having the track man though, like the guy that I thought would win. Yeah. Uh, your buddy Mike. Yeah. He didn't win. Yeah. And it's like just- and like somebody who I knew could hit the ball. But didn't think it hit that well with right. the trackman. Like yeah. showed that, yeah, his swing is legit. But we had guys that have played golf for years and years and years, and are like single handicappers that have never hit, never used a trackman. Right, they thought that was amazing. Yeah, so the prices are super fair. Yeah, and there's more things you can do. So like if you go in there in the evening, you know, you probably sip a little bit, simplify sodas or whatever you're into. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. Know. But I mean, it's more of an experience and it's fun and. Yep. Um, they're super good dudes, so Salt Lake Golf Lounge, man. Check yeah, them out. Yeah, look them out. Go check them out. Or, hi. you know, if you're somewhere else, like, find something like it. Yeah. Support your local golf community, man. Yep. That's what we do. Yep. I want to give a shout-out to some other guys we've talked about before. Um, our fellow vets down in Jacksonville area. Yeah, hopefully we get out there and see those guys. I'm sure we will. Stinger Golf. There you go. I've been trolling their website, man. They got a lot of good gear. I'm looking at. I'm going to be making a purchase here pretty soon. Because, <laughs> like I said, for me, like, yeah. I like to be able to go golf at any moment. Right. And like, if you're rocking Stinger Golf gear, like you could do that. Heck yeah! And Christmas is coming up, and it supports. I know us. it sounds early, but Christmas is coming up. You know, get on it. Get on that stuff. All right, let's let's jump into our vents. Um, we're we're going to jump into this story. Uh, about, you know, bullying. Um, there was a kid, I believe it was in Florida. Yeah. Um, he couldn't afford a University of Tennessee shirt. Well, I don't know if he couldn't afford it, but he, at the time, he didn't have it. He right. didn't have one. So yeah. it's, I guess it's probably reasonable he couldn't afford it. But Right. So was. he, this kid, uh, I, I think it's ingenious. We've talked about kids that have just have this imagination and come up with stuff to to make things work kids are awesome so this kid wore a orange t-shirt and attached i think it was like just a piece of paper piece of paper with a hand-drawn ut on hand-drawn ut and then in real small it said university of tennessee wore it to school he wanted to rep his team um and it was like a spirit thing. It was like a thing yeah, for school. Yeah. yeah, and he got picked on. He got bullied for it. Um, not cool. But the outcome of this story is... It's just getting it's better. It's incredible. Like, I'll let you talk about it since you're a huge... Yeah, so the balls, balls are... Well, yeah, fan. so, and the, you know, it's like... This is an amazing redeeming thing because the balls have gotten started on an <laughs> 0-2 run, right? Yeah. One of which was BYU. That hurts. Yeah. So... <sighs> It's like, man, being a ball this year is going to be tough. But I was born in Nashville, and ever since I can remember, um, I've just been proud of being from Tennessee and proud of Tennessee football. But this school is insane because so they immediately caught, like whenever they caught wind of this, made these T-shirts. Right. So they made his shirt real. So it's his design, yep. his hand-drawn UT, yep. now on an actual Vols shop from the school shirt yeah. with that on it. I bought five of them. Yeah. 50,000 well, shirts have been sold. Right. It but crashed their it server. crashed the site. Yeah. Like, that is, that. that's amazing. I think it's So let me, let me, awesome. so anyone who's think, even thinking about maybe buying a shirt, 
let's say you're not a Vols fan, but you know someone who is, or you just want to help right. stomp out bullying, that's yeah. the support. That's what it's going to create. Yeah. Uh, proceeds for. Um, go to the Vol shop and buy the shirt because right. I've already seen knockoff sites. Right, it, it happened immediately. Go to the authentic. So place. when you go to the Vol shop, they're like fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, that's not you'll bad. see knockoff sites that are like twenty or more, and that's just not—it's just no. not cool. No. Fifty thousand shirts, right now, pre-ordered, already. just already. Yeah. So, <laughs> just to, just before we started, they announced they're going to not only did, then when they found out about this, they gave this kid all this swag, this Tennessee swag. Yeah, incredible. Make sure he got it right. Today they announced they offered him a four-year scholarship, paid. There you go. That's incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. So, to to all you bullies out there. You better watch yeah, out. Fuck like, yourself. Yeah, I mean these kids that you're gonna pick on. You know what? I've seen. You're gonna wind seen, up working for we've them. We've seen it over and over. Like I remember as like a older teenager, mid like early twenties. Like my guilty pleasure for some reason was like Maury Povich. <laughs> it was absolutely silly, but they they had these they had these episodes where this person was picked on in mm-hmm. school, and then they turned out to be like this amazing human, like doing all sorts of great things, like. Bullies, you need to know, like, you're going to lose in the end. Oh, you'll wind up working for the people you bully. Yeah. Yep, exactly. That's that's just the way it is. Like, I was picked on relentlessly in elementary. I switched schools at a at a kind of an awkward time for me. I just finished up chemotherapy, so I was bald, more bald than I am now, <laughs> believe it or not. And, you know, I got picked on pretty hardcore. But, you know what? I, I've seen in Facebook on some of these kids that picked on me. Cool. <laughs> cool man i'm glad your your life isn't as great as you thought it was yeah but that that's how it goes i think it's awesome um it, it it's just incredible that yeah so this, but, this for this but to kid. see that thing today about the scholarship oh yeah it's unreal well i mean a scholarship is yeah you can put a price on scholarship money but it, it's priceless for this kid like this kid has a future now like it's it's guaranteed he has yeah something to look like forward he gets to, to, to improve his life. So he gets to decide, like right. at a young age. Yeah, a lot has been taken care of, which is a is a major issue right now in this, in, in our country, right? Like, oh yeah. Um, I mean, what have we we've been seeing? I think AOC is probably one of the biggest mouthpiece, yeah, non presidential candidates that talks about this a lot, right? Which I actually. <laughs> I never thought I'd find myself doing this. Like, I commend her for her spirit and for... So she was inside a hearing at Congress. They're back in action, finally, doing what appears to be nothing, again. But she made a payment on her student loans Yeah. inside Congress. Oh. She went from 20000 to 19000 She's like, hey, I feel pretty accomplished. Like, yeah. But then followed that up with, it's our job as Congress to fix this issue. Like, actually, no, it's not. Um, yeah. It was okay. So, look, student student loans and student debt is a massive issue, right? Like, right. it's a huge burden for people, and it's just getting worse. I believe it's the government's fault. Oh yeah, right. So my recent experience, right? So talking with realtors and underwriters and all this stuff, like the reason why it's super easy for me to get a home loan, far easier than most people's, because I'm a veteran, and my home loan is government guaranteed. Right. That makes it super easy to get, yeah. super easy to secure, and everybody wants to service that loan. Right. It's the same for everyone with student loans. Right. It's all government-backed. Right. It's all government-funded. Yep. And there, it has been directly proven that because it's government-backed, institutions have raised the, the prices. Right. Oh, I, I've seen it. <clears throat> so if you privatize... Yeah. You could probably reduce a lot of that cost. You're going to force these colleges to compete. Yeah, and then the little guys that aren't as expensive mm-hmm. are going to see a lot of their students come back. Yeah, you know yeah. exactly. You know that's why you see student bodies in state schools. But like, the, fu- the you know I think the fucked up part is like, dude, I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do when I was seventeen or eighteen years old. Right. I mean, not really. I mean, I think maybe being of age, like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, like right on nine eleven. Yeah. Anniversary 18 years ago, yesterday. Yeah. Yep. Um, probably was a little different for me. Yeah. So, like, or my sort of year, right. 84, whatever. Yeah. Um, like, I look at my niece now. She's 17. Right. Like, so, dude, she's cheering and fucking driving and yeah. doing these things. Like, she doesn't know 
necessarily like you know what the fuck she wants to do with her life like come on but society says she has to right you know because you know like for me like i went i went from you know in high school first part of college like i wanted to be a dentist like i was dead set on being a dentist i was even approached by you know recruiters and stuff like hey join the military you know at that time i was like it's not for me it's not for me my brother was just enlisted in the marine corps um you know i actually had i don't hold it against the marine corps but i had a marine corps recruiter tell me i was a freedom leech which my dad just went off the chain he was a 20 plus year vet so he just he lost it um basically saying you know i i've served this country my boys don't have to if they don't want to type of thing but you know at that time 18 i didn't know i didn't i didn't really i wanted to be a dentist i thought i wanted to be a dentist i didn't fully know what i wanted to be and then a few years later you know i joined the military something i never thought i would do yeah but it's like society says you have to you have society to know. says you have to know what you want to do right society says you have to go to college right exactly society says you have to incur these debts to get there right exactly. if you're not an athlete or if you're not some fucking 10 pound brain right is exactly or a minority or whatever whatever right. other thing or being able to lie like some of our yeah. politicians do yeah. on fucking whatever yeah. and now what we do for a career in in our jobs like i i can say like I had no idea. Like this was even a career. Choice. Not even. Yeah, not even close. Dude, not, I was not even on my radar. Dude, I was thirty plus years old, probably twenty nine, thirty years old when yeah. I figured out what I wanted. Yeah, to do. Yeah, exactly. Which is basically what I'm doing now. Yeah. But I didn't know that shit. Yeah, I was twenty. I damn sure didn't know that at seventeen. Yeah, twenty nine going on thirty is when I got into this field. Like I used to be super, it. super envious, dude. Like at the time, I was flipping pies with my boy Edie. Yeah. At Edie's Pizza, if you're ever in Hamburg, New York, check hey. it out, dude. Yeah, some amazing. Maybe pizza. the best pizza ever. <laughs> Um, but like, you know, he, he had the ability to know that at least at a minimum he could work for his parents at his restaurant. Right. Yep. I have another buddy, one of my best friends, his dad was a, a home builder. Yep. There you go. Like I was envious. Like, man, these guys have trades. Like they have things they can do. Right. Like what? Now, now speaking of trades, like, like we were nothing talking, wrong with we that. were talking earlier, like college isn't isn't always the answer for you yeah no like there are trade schools are out there Dude, I, so another thing i wish i would have done and i think i'm you know i'm more serious you know like mechanic i think me- a, a mechanic is a great well you always need one yeah as long as there's cars there's a lot of things you always need yeah like for me it was like a law enforcement idea right you, cops are never you're never gonna not need nope. cops as yeah, much as they're hated right. but like i look around my neighborhood my new neighborhood yeah my, my neighbor's an electrician yeah the guy across the street's a construction worker yeah i'm bound to a desk basically with the exception of some of the stuff that we do right but like it's a very diverse yeah it's a nice neighborhood and it's yeah. very diverse like who does what yeah um welding just, uh, what, welding. Ha- what could, happened you, you to could, that you can make a good living as a welder right so what happened to the trade school idea i i think you know i don't know i think i think a lot of times over the years people kind of looked down on them social media fucking happened to the trade schools yeah. like you, know, you don't uh, see sexy pictures of my boy up on a roof like putting the <laughs> roof on although everybody needs one oh yeah exactly. all you see are these fucking insta famous automagical yeah people they got a cute smile and they put it out on instagram right. and happen to get some followers yeah. fuck that dude no hacking baggins has learned it's not that easy like you don't no, just get thousands of followers overnight fuck no. that we don't have pretty faces either so yeah but what i'm saying though it's su- i'm pretty shut up <laughs> it's, su- it's just super unfortunate though that you're being told you have to know what you want to do yeah and then you're being told on this prescribed path right like my perspective though is a little different like obviously I'm not going to say I exclusively joined the military because right. I wanted to go to college. Right. But I knew I was an undisciplined little fuck right. that wasn't going to make it through college. I think I think it's a great idea for a kid right out of high school if they're not sure what they want to do. Go, go serve for a few years. That or go do something else. Yeah, go to a trade school. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I no longer think that, for one, the military doesn't need you right now. No. They don't need anybody, really. But, the, but if you're going into the military just for college, that's the wrong answer. It is a wrong answer because it'll either, well, you know, I know guys that have, you know, they initially joined for that reason, but then they fell in love with it That's and made a rare. career out of it. Be honest, though, it's pretty rare. It is rare. Um, but don't be afraid to, like, get into something 
and give it a couple years. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah, I think the so I've been following. Given that some of the people that I've met, I'm not advocating to like slack off your whole life, but like the average, like major startup guy, let's say a guy starts a company in this country, the average age is 42 years old. There you go. They've certainly had a career or thought they had a career prior to that. Right. Um, so back to back to like the military thing. Like, look, I I, I have a master's degree. Mm-hmm. My wife earned her bachelor's degree, mm-hmm. and it was all paid for by my GI bill. There you go. That's a great way to pay for college. Yeah, okay? it is. I'm not advocating joining the military, but it, it is a way. And to help your future. It was a way that worked for me. Yeah, your future people, i.e. your spouse or maybe your kids. Like, But something happened like where you and all of a sudden like it's frowned upon if you don't go to college. Why? Right. Yeah, why, why does that matter? But I will say this. If you are, if you are set to go into college, I, this is just from... Something that I kind of wish I would have done is leave the nest. Yeah. Challenge yourself. Put yourself out there. Like, I, I had, I mean, my, my opportunity was, be, was Westminster here in Salt Lake or St. Lawrence University in New York. I stayed here for, you know, whatever. There was a girl, family, whatever. I kind of wish I would have gone to New York. It would have been a great experience. It kind of forces you to grow up a bit mm-hmm. and be self-sufficient. Yeah, and like for me, that was joining the military. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I say is like people need to challenge themselves and get out of that comfort zone. And I think that's a great way to do it is go to college. Do I mean, if you decide to go to college, but entrench yourself in it. Like be in it. Yeah, but I don't think the pressure of having to go to college even fucking matters. Yeah. I just don't think people yeah. should do should think that way. No. It's not for everybody. I mean, you know, my brother's a good example, my, my older brother. So he did, you know, similar to you, joined, joined the Marines right out of high school, did that for, you know, nearly two decades. You know, he's older than me, so he's, he's um, damn near approaching 40 now, but he went back to school because I guarantee you if he would have gone to college at 18, it just it wouldn't have worked, and he'd probably admit that too. But now he's he's starting kind of starting a new life, you know. He's doing the college thing. He's almost finished, and you know, picked a career path that I guarantee anybody that knew him growing up would have been like, "What? He, he wants yeah. to be an, an engineer." But we're also like living longer than we used to, right? So it's like, why you can wait a little bit, right? People are getting married later, starting families later. Like, why not like try different career paths at the beginning? Yeah. See what your niche is. Yeah, but the, I mean, I could see why, you know, it's a shame that like uh, a congresswoman yeah. is still hanging on to $20,000 of student debt. Well, so she, you know, I'm, I'm not knocking bartenders, but. Yeah, she didn't exactly get the best job coming out, but I mean, right. she's, you know, she did what society says she but should also, do. She went but, to college, did this, did that. But, now she's an elected official. She's going to make a lot of money. Right. She could probably pay that up, what, 170 k a year? Right. I mean, D.C. is expensive, but you still got some extra money right. laying around. But. Now, I'm all about finding your passion and stuff, but, but also be careful if you do go to college, like, your degree. Path. I meet so many people, though, that have a degree in one thing and yeah. wind up in finance. Well, I know, I know, I know a, a lieutenant in the Guard. Um, he went to school and got a degree in like uh, recreation, like outdoor recreation. He finished, he got out, he tried to find a job and realized that was a waste. So he's back in school going, he's in nursing school. Yeah. You know, he, he, he you know, so something like that. Yeah. Although it's pro- it was probably awesome. Gender studies is another one that kind of confuses me a little bit. Mm. Like, Unless you want to be a professor, I get that, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Just just find what you need. Yeah, but just be careful with what you choose. It's definitely well. very scary though to think like you know, you're 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 a slave basically to whether you're a minority or not. Right. Or you're a slave basically to whether your parents may have been successful or not or right. did they save for you? Yeah, exactly. Cuz like when you're you don't choose to be born and it's not right. like when you come out of the womb you got a fucking college fund. Right. Maybe, maybe not. It right. just depends on who you're born to, right? So now, that's remember, definitely a scary thing that this country needs to talk about. Yeah, I, I do remember, like, distinctly when I was doing, like, college applications and scholarship applications and stuff, like, my dad told me, he's like, yeah, you put down your minority because 
I'm from South America. It'll it'll better your chances. Dude, I made my kids minorities as obviously they are minorities right. and mixed race, but yeah. Yeah, like I encourage the same thing for that fucking yeah. reason. Like, and and for that and because but of they're that, not pretendian. Yeah, no, they're legit. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh yeah, and, and because of that, uh, my younger sister on some things would would mark down that she was Hispanic. So we teased her for a while. I don't like, think I don't think Brazilians are Hispanic. No, so we teased her a bit for that. You know, it's a good laugh. It's good stories. It's you know, it's it's, it's funny. But that that's the reality of it. I think they need to privatize the shit and. It'd probably make the loans a little harder to get. Well, but. there are there are private student loans that you can get. I remember I got one through Zions Bank. It was not as easy as the federal aid. You know, federal aid, they just hand it to you. They just, oh, here you go. Here's here's a few thousand dollars. I knew guys that would get that check and buy a motorcycle or buy something stupid. What, like a Pell Grant kind of thing? Uh, you know, either Pell Grants or Stanford loans. Yeah, I mean, Stafford so there loans. So there's other ways, but still, it's like if 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 you privatize and you make and you make the competition, right. I think schools will offer better help. Yeah, I think banks will offer better help. Yeah, and and government backed loans should be used only in the most dire yeah situations where families just don't have it. But to help that that class of folks that just right. otherwise would never have a chance. Right. Um, but also, I guess the real message is like, who gives a fuck if you don't know what you want to be or es- do? Especially as a as a teenager. Yeah. Like why why is it such a you know some people like like I said some people know what they want to do at that age. Most people don't. But also there's the advent of online schooling too. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah. Which destroys the notion that you have to be – I've did. i been in a, in a college classroom one time. Yeah. It's because it was a speech class. Yeah. I've done everything else exclusively online. But also know, though, too, like online's works, not for everybody. It's not easy. Classroom's not for everybody. You have to be everybody. very disciplined. Oh, yeah. You have, to, you have to meet your own time and schedule. But right. for me, it worked out perfectly. Yeah, I'm more of an in-class – I'd much rather be in I'm not, class. dude. I want to stick my nose in a yeah, book. I want good. to read information, and I want to write about it. Right. And online was absolutely perfect for yeah, me. Yeah. I don't know how well I do in a classroom. Yeah. Especially <laughs> if I'm armed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I, I don't know if I could get into that setting. I'm just not sure that I can handle being around those yeah. type of people. Like, um, It actually maybe would be good for me. I don't know. No, I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the the person to person interaction type. But that's how I learned. That's my learning style. Hands on, be in it. Some people are more hands off learning style. Yeah, so I would fine. I would just encourage folks to not be don't don't, don't feel rushed. Don't feel like you have to conform to what right. society tells you you right. should be doing. If you don't figure it out until you're thirty. Cool. So what? You got another 35 years before you're going to yeah. stop working anyways. In, in fact, speaking of, I saw an article the other day. It was a uh he was in he was a Navy SEAL. He just enrolled at Harvard. First time he's ever gone to college. I think he's 52 years old. <laughs> 52-year-old freshman at Harvard. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what? He he did his thing. Now he's just trying to find a a new path. That fucker's on that yellow ribbon program, honey. Hey, good for a him. A lot of schools have it. Good for him. Anyways, well, we're we're gonna roll into a little bit of sports stuff. Antonio Brown, what a dick bag! What kind of feelings does that does that brew up inside of you when you hear his name? Honestly, like I don't know, dude. I think his shenanigans, like the way he treated these teams and stuff, is fucking ridiculous. Like the Steelers and the Raiders. Yeah. Like what happened to the guy who plays where he's asked to play? makes the money that he's asked to make it's not and plays a, football doesn't you know. happen anymore so listen like I, you know i've i've spent some time with one of our tournament supporters mm-hmm. who was a, f- a pro football player yeah and like i understand like i grew up loving football for what it was and playing football for what it was right with no real chance of like doing anything with it right so right. my passion and love was always there right once it becomes a job yeah like golfers don't golf on the weekends for fun. No. They they want a break from golf because it's their job. Football yeah. players don't go throw the rock around. Right. You know. Uh, well, you'll hear golfers becomes, say like in the offseason, "Oh, I haven't touched a club in 2 months." Yeah, but I guess like, my what? point is like when when they're not when they're not being paid to play, like it's not Right. It's it's 
yeah, some of them do it for the love of the game. Right. Not all of them. Most yeah. of them are there to get paid. Yep. Um, but that being said, like, I don't come to my office and treat my employer like garbage. And demand things. And demand stupid shit. Yeah, it's... But as far as this newest thing, the sexual assault thing, I don't know, man. I'm always leery about stuff like this. Like, it's you got to wait. It's hard to make a judgment right away. Yeah. Like the Ray Rice thing when he beat the fuck out of well, his wife in an video elevator, there evidence. was video. Yep. Right? Exactly. Um, or what was that one dude? He kicked the kicked the girl. I mean, there's video of that. You can't dispute that. This sexual assault thing. I'm not really sure where the allegation came from. If it was from the Steelers or from the Raiders. It was while um, he's in with the Raiders. Okay. Well, I think it goes back. Or with, like the a, Steelers, with the Steelers. Okay. Sorry. But seems, they go back. They go back to college. Seems a little awkwardly convenient that it would come out. Now they knew each other in in college. It's just weird. So it is. He's and, so AB's saying it's a money grab, which happens. Could be. Um, so obviously you got to wait for the details, but I yeah. think it speaks to like a bigger issue. Like sexual assault is disgusting and it shouldn't happen, right. but like, why would, why is it such a big deal that these athletes are so exposed to everyone? Yeah. You're asking kids, many of which in a lot of sports, like don't have father figures or didn't, didn't grow up in the best circumstances. Like, right. Uh, that was their way out. Many of them have have used athletics to get themselves educated and get themselves out of whatever situations they were in, right? Right. And you're asking these guys to or women to be these uh, pillars of society. pillars of society and these like these examples. Like, yeah. I think it's not. I don't think it's fair. Yeah. When you look at a guy like Peyton Manning, yeah, he wanted to do that. Exactly. He wanted to be right. A hero to people, right? Andrew Luck. There was a. There these was are things. These are things these guys want to do. There was an athlete, and I can't remember who it was, that that said, like, look, like, maybe it wasn't even an athlete. It, it, it was somebody famous that was like, look, like, I'm not here, and I don't get paid to raise your kids. Exactly. I'm here to do this as a job, and to provide for my family. It's not up to me to be the moral compass of your kids. Exactly. I, I agree with that. Totally agree. Unless you're a guy like a Peyton Manning who, who chose, or Drew Brees. Right. He chooses right. to be that for people. Right. He, want, he relishes the opportunity. Right. They don't all relish that opportunity, right. and I think we put, we put too much on them. Yeah, and, and in my day, for me, it was, it was Steve Young. Like, you know, that was a good human... Yeah. On and off. Steve Young wanted to do that. Yeah, exactly. He embraced that role. Right. Some of these guys accept, hey, look, I'm in this position. I understand that people are going to look up to me. Then, you know, I got to be this certain way. But there's some guys that don't. And you know what? I don't fault them because that isn't their responsibility. No, it's not. And like, so, you know, this this was a thing that happened recently. We were uh, watching the, I was out watching the golf event in Utah. Mm. And uh, one of the local guys that we all know threw a club, right? And like my kids were there, and like they didn't they didn't bat an eyelash at it. Yeah. But other people made a big deal out of it. Oh, right. these kids are watching him. Right. I'm like, yeah, you know what? He he had an issue, and he he maybe maybe inappropriately vented his frustration. Right. But what my kids remembered was how cool he was signing autographs. Exactly. And and how good he was all the other times. They right. You know, and I and me as a father, I was there to say. Hey guys, like that's you know he's upset. He's he's at home. He's under pressure, but that's not right. something we want to do on the golf course, right? Because that's my job as a dad. Exactly, it's not my job to push my kids to a golf course and be like, "Hey golfer, you know, show my kids how how you're supposed to be." That's, right, that's not his job. That's no, my it's, job. It's not. Yeah, and I don't I don't really think it's fair to some of these guys. Now in the AB situation though, like he he has earned a lot of negative attention because right. he's he's not a good dude. Right, but to suggest that he has to be like a role model or something. I just think the hero tag, man, is like... No, we're, I, we're definitely a culture who looks for heroes. Yeah. I just think we look in all the wrong places, man. Yeah, I, I've i never have once and still never would consider, as much as there are uh, famous people, professional athletes that I look up to, I would never consider them a hero. Yeah, no, not in like... My eyes. Not in that Not in that sense, no. no. Like, to me, like, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever really sat down and thought about who is my hero, but a couple people off the top of my head that that embody that hero type uh, 
persona or whatever would be guys like like my father. He he was as big as an asshole as he was. He was still somebody I looked up to mm-hmm. and respected. Um, uh, and uh, like another person that uh, he was one of my soldiers, Aaron Butler. I mean, to me, that embodies a hero, somebody that's yeah. selfless, that gave everything. So those are the type of people I think we need to start focusing on and not these people, these paid entertainers. I mean, that's all they are is an entertainer And at the end of the day. And yeah, and they're you know, as flawed the, as the next And the guy. thing is, like, these guys are sacrificing their bodies. They're sacrificing. Right. And I don't, you know, I... I don't, that's not something I take lightly, um, but they're not there to raise your fucking kids, man. No. Like, shame on you if you're only relying on athletes to show your kid the way, <laughs> yeah, is exactly. all I'm saying. Yeah. There are exactly. many There are many athletes out there, and I'm not yeah. knocking them all, that are incredible people. Oh, yeah. And they do so much good. Exactly. But it's not their job. They're doing that because they want to do that. Right. Because they're good people. Yeah. They're, it's not their job, you know? Yep. I just think we've shoved this notion of being a hero on these dudes unfairly uh, yeah, let I, them embrace I, I, that on their own yes yes exactly if they want to be in that spot. but then also like society needs to stop fucking putting these dudes on a pedestal and then trying to rob them yeah and deplatform them and dox them and all this shit like right. all this stuff where like oh you're a fucking famous athlete you sent a tweet when you were 12 now you're fucking garbage yeah exactly. come on man yeah with the comedians and the act you know all this stuff actually right. that that we'll hear about that here in a second yeah yep so AB your shithead though, fix it, man. Fuck. <laughs> Belichick, <laughs> he's he's not your problem. Um, but that, yeah, we'll we'll see how that plays out. Um, you know, as as much as I dislike Antonio Brown, you know, if these allegations against him are false, nobody deserves that, regardless. No, so no, absolutely not. But the truth needs to come out, and if he did it, he he he'll he'll you know, suffer the consequences. You need to but, suffer, and, buddy. And, but you know, last time I checked, he's innocent until proven guilty. Right, but that's but the society nowadays it's is just guilty guilt. until guilt, guilt, proven, guilt. until yeah. proven innocent. So, anyways, um, we're we're gonna kind of switch gears a little bit, kind of get more a little more political, but um, we're gonna play a soundbite for you. Is this is an er- interview between uh, Pierce Morgan, you know? Uh, a guy that I look up to, I think he's fantastic. Really? Yeah, I I like him. I used to not want to like him. Uh, he's controversial. He's you know what really got me to like him was he does this show where he goes in and and interviews people like on death row mm, murders. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, like nasty people. And this guy, he's not doing it between behind like a glass partition. The guy is like. Face to face, knee to knee. They're yeah, they're knee to knee, and he's flat out asking him like, "Why did you do this? So like, like, how could you do this? What were you thinking? How are you feeling?" And things like this, and you know that that takes a lot of. Balls. When Pierce Morgan used to be on CNN, yeah, I didn't get it. I didn't understand yeah. why this dude with an English accent was on fucking CNN mm, talking right. about American shit. Mm. You know what I mean? The little the, 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 have no idea if he was like even in any kind of status as an American or right. I don't know if he is now. I have no idea, uh, but it's awkward, man. And so. like it bugged the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, and then he's obviously controversial and all this other stuff. And right. like he ex- listening to that whole interview, he explained kind of where he came from, how right. he wound up there. And I have mm-hmm. a different appreciation for it now. And I wasn't really newsy back then, but yeah, um, he's always just sort of been a mouthpiece to me. Right. And, but now listening to what he has to say and his, what I really appreciate about him is his ownership. Yeah. Of who he is, yep. what side of the aisle he's on, right? and how they're doing it right and how they're doing it wrong. Exactly. And also, he's unafraid and unapologetic of who he's friends with, right. who he knows, and what he's done. Yeah. And I, I really like that. Yeah. So we're, we're going to play the interview. It's with Pierce Morgan um, uh, on the Ben Shapiro show. Um, this, this clip, you won't really hear Ben Shapiro. It's so this is a, a self-professed liberal. Right. And a self-professed... Conservative. conservative yes now make the distinction yeah not a left winger not a right winger right a liberal and a conservative yes they are very different things now yes meaning far left far right oh, liberal, yeah. conservative Both very intelligent right but far left is not liberal right exactly conservative is not alt-right far, yeah, exactly you know yep so we're gonna play this clip and then we're just gonna kind of discuss it and you know we want you to listen to the whole interview so 
you could look it up. It's episode 64 on the Ben Shapiro show with uh, Pierce Morgan. So give the whole interview a listen. It's great. Um, but this little clip uh, stuck out in our minds, and we want you guys These to guys have history together, too. They oh, used yeah. to go at each other on scene. Oh, they've gone back and yeah. forth with, like, Guns school shootings yeah. and whatever. Right. So we're going to give that a listen, and then we'll be right back. Because liberals have become unbearable. And I speak as a liberal, okay? I, I, in my core, I'm probably more liberal than not. Although, fundamentally, I see myself as a journalist, and I'd like to see both sides of all these things. And I can argue both. But liberals have become utterly, pathetically illiberal. And it's a massive problem. What's the point of calling yourself a liberal if you don't allow anyone else to have a different view? You know, this snowflake culture that we now operate in, the victimhood culture, the, you know, everyone is, has to think a certain way, behave a certain way. Everyone has to, you know, have a bleeding heart and tell you 20 things that are wrong with them. And, you know, I just think it's all completely skewed to an environment where everyone's offended by everything. And no one's allowed to say a joke. If you said a joke 10 years ago that offended somebody, you can never host the Oscars, you know? So now there's no host for anything. <laughs> the Emmys now just said they're not going to have a host either. So hosts have gone. And soon every award winner will go because everyone's a human and they're all flawed. So no one can win awards anymore because they will be no platform before they even get on the podium. So then no hosts, no stars. Then no one can make any movies because we're all flawed. So no actors. Right? So suddenly, where are we? The liberals get what they want, which is a humorless void where nothing happens, where no one dare do anything or laugh about anything or behave in any way that doesn't suit their rigid way of leading a life. No, thanks. So what's happening around the world? Populism is rising because people are fed up with the PC culture. They're fed up with snowflakery. They're fed up with everyone being offended by everything. And they're gravitating to forceful personalities who go, this is all nonsense. Which, by the way, it is in most cases. So why are we surprised? I'm not surprised. It doesn't mean to say that I agree with all of it. But it means I can understand it. And I understand why the liberals, my side, if you like, are getting it so horribly wrong. They just want to tell people not just how to lead their lives, but if you don't lead it the way I tell you to. You know, it's a kind of version of fascism. You don't lead the life the way I'm telling you to, then I'm going to ruin your life. I'm going to scream abuse at you. I'm going to get you fired from your job. I'm going to get you hounded by your family and friends. I'm going to make you the most disgusting human being in the world because you said a joke 10 years ago. And that's the attitude we're now operating in. And it takes forceful personalities to rise above it. Donald Trump rose up and went like Godzilla. Okay, you want to fight? I'm here. And guess what? Millions of people in middle America went, that's our guy. That's our guy. He's the one that's going to help us. Same thing happening across Europe. All right. So that was the interview. Um, like I said, you didn't hear a lot of Ben Shapiro, but go ahead and back and listen to the whole thing. That's just a, a three-minute clip out of a almost an hour interview, I yeah, believe. Yeah, hour so. and like six minutes, but it's super relevant. Yeah. So what were your initial thoughts when you first listened to it? I've listened to it a couple times. I've gone back and listened to it. My initial thought was, man, I wanted to hate this dude. Yeah. And now I don't. But I was making it about the guy right. rather than what the guy was saying. Right. And I think he's 100% accurate, man. Yeah. I think that's where we're at. Yeah, exactly. And like, uh, but my thing is, like, I appreciate the, like I said, I appreciate that he owns it. Yes. As like a prominent, right. self professed liberal. Yep. And, and he is describing how being liberal has, is, completely changed right in into something that even as a liberal himself he doesn't recognize exactly and he even antiquates it as fascism oh, yeah. which i agree with these yeah. the antifa people anti-fascists yeah have become fascist oh yeah they're it's uh, but they're the far left right he's not far left he's a logically thinking liberal yeah and you know our friend and mentor yep is a logically thinking liberal yep who has mentored us even though we're a, a, I would say pretty middle of the line or maybe right leaning. Yep. Um, but what I said to him multiple times is like, you know, the younger generation is not thinking the way that you're thinking. No. They're increasingly going hard left. Oh, yeah. And, you know, what, what I liked is he, he's calling out his own. Mm-hmm. He's owning it. He's owning what side. Hey, these are these are the type of people that I would 
think alike, but they're they're going too far. They're he like you said, he doesn't recognize the new the new whatever liberal ideas and the way they portray themselves. Yeah, but I mean it's like we're so hyper offended by everything, man. Yeah. Dude, I saw something on Instagram where it was talking about using gender pronouns with dogs. Like you can't say come here boy or come here girl oh because gosh. the the trans dog <laughs> apparently exists. What? I'm not kidding. Like dude, wow. last time I checked like we are who we are because we're emotionally intelligent. Right. I'm not saying that dogs are not emotionally intelligent, but I'm not 100% sure that they understand. They don't. Like, I'm pretty sure you could call a boy dog, like, come here, girl, and it probably S- just... Still go. It's just going to react to, like, your... It reacts more to, like, the tone and, instead of the yeah, actual dude, I'm not a fucking dog scientist, but come on, man. Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. think, I don't think if I go home and start referencing my male dog, whom I've had for 13 years as a female, I don't think I'm going to offend him. Wow. I, I, that's crazy. But, I mean, that's an example of how ridiculous this has gotten. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's another interview with Pierce Morgan. He's, he's interviewing um, a person, because I'm not even 100% sure. I think they were born male, but identify as just, like, gender fluid that has, like, a five-year-old child. Not even sure what. But Pierce Morgan even asked, like, okay, what, what if your child grows up and wants to identify as a monkey? It was like a serious question, even though it's it's mm-hmm. silly. But the but the person said, "Well, now you're getting into the science of things." Pierce Morgan was just like, uh, "X and X, XX and XY is very science." <laughs> so, like, you know, uh, where do you draw the line? Yeah, but it's not just it's not. I mean, I don't. Know, it's not just gender, though. No, it's everything, man. Yeah, it's just I. I you know, I, some of my views when it comes to that, people might consider me as insensitive or whatever, but... Uh, we're, he, we're becoming a humorless society, and he mentions that. Like, yeah. You can't crack jokes. You can't, you can't have fun. You can't say certain things. You know, like, and a good example, like, with the new Dave Chappelle special, The Sticks and Stones, like, <laughs> he, he threw PC right out the window. He, he threw it, like... Off the tallest building. Like, he's like, see you later. I'm not doing this. And he, he was cracking jokes. You know, I laughed. I laughed my ass off. But then I can look back and I'm like, wow, that, that's going to be very controversial. But what he did was take very relevant topics. Yes. Sort of make them funny. Yeah. But also drive the point home. Like, we're all going down a weird path here. Yeah, we need. Where it doesn't make yeah. sense. We, we need to stop and, like, check your asthma type thing. Yeah. So... Re- refocus, recenter, figure out where you really want to go in life and determine, you know, quit being so offended. That's, that's my thing. I mean, I, I just like, and like, it's, you've watched it happen like over years and years, right? Like, mm-hmm. I saw it in the Marine Corps, dude. Like, yeah. Like, devil dog was a term for us. Like, yeah. That dates back to World War One. Like, we were proud right. to be called devil dog. Yeah. But then it became a term. And I've seen NCOs do this where they are demeaning with it, like, hey, right. devil dog or whatever. Right. And, like, it became a thing. It actually became a thing where right. we weren't supposed to say that anymore. Right. So we had to start calling them, like, calling our younger Marines, like, junior enlisted warriors. Yeah. It's like, like we weren't allowed to use these certain terms. I mean, it didn't last long. Yeah. But, I mean, even, well, like. Well, you look from, like, the 70s. So my, my dad went to basic training in the 70s, and he talks about. Like the, one of the first like English words, like so he went to basic training not knowing a lot of English. Like one of his first English words that he that he learned was "fuck." Like, and then he asked my mom what it meant. And if you know my mom, super Mormon, <laughs> super sweet, like probably had a heart Sweetest attack. Sweetest lady in the it. world, like. Um, but you know that was the type of stuff in basic training. They were they were getting called you know all sorts of names. And then I go to basic training, you know, thirty years later. And they they don't even they call you weirdo, like come on really, like what are we five? Like I'm okay with somebody cussing at me, like I don't care, like I didn't go there, you know, with paper thin skin and expect it to be preschool, 
No. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's maybe a little unfair because we chose to go into the military. So you would expect that, but, you know, yeah, society at large is just. And, that, and that's so the thing, soft. though. That's the thing that got me is like, you chose to go into the military, and it is known that the military is not a soft organization. Well, they have to break you down. But now it's becoming that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone is. You know, it's even, even, even to the point where, like, from what I've heard, I don't know, I, you know, I'm pretty sure it's happening now. Like, you don't even have to pass, like, the basic, like, PT test, the physical test, to finish basic training. Like, at least in the Army, or at least in the National Guard, I know that's the case because they say it is the receiving unit's responsibility to get the soldier into shape. Wrong. <laughs> that's how I feel. Basic training should prepare you for the physical demands once you get to mm-hmm. your receiving unit. That's yeah. how I see it. Yeah. If you come in a fat ass, you should not be leaving as a fat ass. I, I lost like 30 pounds, and I didn't think I had 30 pounds to lose when I went into oh, basic training. It. But they find it. Yeah, they'll find it. You know, I, I came out 160, like, that's like before basic training. I don't think I was 160 <laughs> except for like when I was like in eighth grade. Mm. But whatever. That's that's where we're at these days. But uh, hopefully, so I've talked about it before, though. I see people like Crenshaw mm. on the conservative side yep. who's more willing to talk. Yep. And I see people like Tulsi Gabbard, yep. both veterans, yep. on the Democratic or mo- more moderate side, yep. being willing to talk with one another. And that's what we need. Like, that's the change agent, at least in politics, right? Yeah. And then, and then in, in media, we As got, it changes in politics, the yeah. media will change and yep. eventually people will change. Well, I just hope we're not too far gone. With this interview with Ben Shapiro and Pierce Morgan, we're seeing They're at odds opposites, with each other, but they can talk. But they can talk and have a discussion about what's and not going just on. not just be like, oh, you're a fascist, you're a racist. Oh, right. The, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know? Like... Because there's another interview with, with a uh, former Navy SEAL that... Is trans mm. was a man now identifies as a woman. Ben Shapiro's there, and this former Navy SEAL I forget the name, but um, was getting really upset, really, really angry, and <laughs> turned to Ben Shapiro like, "How about we go outside so I kick your ass?" And Ben Shapiro's like, "What? We're here to have a discussion. We're here to have you know an intelligent conversation, a dialogue on opposing views, and you you want to result to." kicking my ass and he's like you probably will kick my ass like you're a trained navy seal he's like i'm just a just an educated like attorney that is weak <laughs> like physically not strong to, right. to do that it's like that's just silly but you know yeah ben shapiro and pierce morgan actually sit down I, which i enjoyed so check it out you know you you spoke about a couple people you know who i've been looking to a lot lately mm. joe rogan He's a very I'm not saying fact guy. I'm not saying he's like my hero or any of that stuff. Right. But I love the way... Obviously, he's got a lot of money and right. he's been very successful, but the way he deals with people... Yeah. And I look to him because he, he does what we aspire to do. Right. Right. And he, one day, he'll have Bernie Sanders on his show, and the next day, he's got Crenshaw. So yeah, he went yeah. from like the most socialist dude in our country to right. uh, a conservative. Yeah. And he treats them both the same. Yep. He listens to everything they have to say. Yep. He offers his opinions. That's you know, what we need. And like, I wish, I, f- I feel like I've increasingly sort of, bec- at least in my beliefs, have become that way. Yeah. Um, but I just think he's cool, dude. Yeah. I mean, just, just, just be open. I mean, we just want people to be open about their thoughts and hear other people's thoughts and not, and not like take it personal, not think just because they think differently, they're wrong because, you know. That that's not the way. And then come on our show and talk about it with us. Yeah, you know we want some guests. Um, we'll figure it out how we can do some call-ins. Haven't quite figured that one out yet, but we will. So um, we got we got Stop one more. Stop being so fucking offended all the time. Yeah, we we got one more thing that I'm I'm a little disappointed in. I was kind of looking forward. But we said to we were going to come back on this, and here we are. I I I, I was looking forward to this event i guess you could say when was it supposed to be do you remember uh, what day? Se- september 20th so it's supposed to be in oh just in in a few days, days. it's supposed <sighs> to be next week next friday i guess i forgot when it was gonna be so i was all like stoked like you know this is gonna be awesome or you know but also weary of what could have happened we still don't know if it's not 
if it's not going to happen. But the Area 51, the storming of Area 51 by the person that I think initiated it has canceled it, has called it off. Right. So in his purview, it was always supposed to be a joke. Right. That took off. That just kind of went too far, obviously. But, I mean, somebody forgot to tell the Air Force guys to be offended. Because <laughs> if they would have got offended, it would have just ended right away. But right. they're not like that. So well, the they, joke went on. They take it serious, though. Right. They're playing for keeps, man. Well, they have to. But those guys were like, oh, finally, I'm going to do something. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, at, you know, at the same time, it's like, fuck, man. Like, what are we doing, dude? We, we just, here's the, th- that's the thing. Don't, talked don't about tease this a guy though. with a gun that you're going to come after right, him. Right, but this is what we've talked about before is, like, the context and all this stuff in social media is just... Yeah. So far removed, right? People do and say shit on social media they would fucking never dream of doing to your face. Right. Right? And that's why they say all this stupid shit. Right. Like, and they fire off whatever. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say, I'll say most anything to anyone. Yeah. And like, if I tweet it, I'll say it. Yeah. But like, I've definitely trolled people that I'll never have an opportunity to say it to their right, face, except exactly. we were walking around New York City, and remember, I'm like, take me to Barstool. Take me to Barstool, right? Like, I, yeah. I'd confront those fucking idiots. Like, yeah. it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, definitely. Then um, my thing, like, you know me, like, I'm saying, like, tag every fucking buddy and give them a chance to defend themselves. Exactly. Give them give them the opportunity. But this whole Area place. 51 thing, man, it's like, fuck. So it'll be interesting. Hey, you you still might have some. My thing some is like now think of like people. that tiny ass little town. Yeah. And all those hotels that were supposed to get booked up, all that lost revenue. Yeah. Like for one of two things: one, because all these fuckers aren't going to show up, or two, I hope, because they couldn't rebook the room. Right. I hope they have. A, I hope they have a strict cancellation policy to where mm-hmm. they've already been paid for. And sorry, you lost your money if yeah. you booked it. I I hope if they don't hurry and change it. So you still get your money, but um, I think there still might be some people that'll show up. Oh, I'm sure. Some, will they storm the gates? Probably not. Somebody will show up, man. But there will be people that show up, and you know, I was kind of looking forward to it. You know, I was going to pop some popcorn and <laughs> sit down and enjoy the show. But. Surely it would have been at least a good news feed for a while. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it it, it would have been interesting to see, but um. Apparently it has been canceled. Sorry, folks. If you had that that date circled on your calendar, you might as well put an X through it. Doesn't sound like it's gonna be what people were anticipating. But that's interesting. It'll be we still got a week, so still could go on. <laughs> but anyways, um, that's all we got for today for the vent. Um, what do, what do we got coming up? Anything? Anything? special coming up i'm no nothing special man i'm just like with the move i haven't had a chance to see my girls play lacrosse at least not live and they're in their fall season so i'm looking forward to that there you go um i need to get on the golf course i think dude we were talking about it you and i haven't actually played golf together in like a while like almost all summer it's going back to (laughs) arizona right we think june yeah yeah so we need to unfuck that situation yeah um looking forward to just you know getting back on the blog track like writing and yeah. Obviously doing the research for this podcast, which has really sort of, I think, become one of our primary interests. But Yeah. And um, we want your feedback, folks. Like, if you think we could do something better, improve, dislikes, likes, whatever, shoot us an email, hackingbaggins.gmail.com. Yeah. We're not shy and we won't get offended. No. We jump. may ignore your, <laughs> your input, but we won't be offended. Jump on the jump on the blog, hackingbaggins.com. Yeah. Follow us, rate us, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Yeah. Give us some feedback. We want to know what you're thinking about, and we want to look it up, and we want to talk about it. Yeah, if you have have a topic that you think's worth talking about, maybe, you know, we get you on the show, and we discuss it. You know, we talk about it, we give our points of view, and kind of go from there. Um, That's it. We we do got your birthday coming up, though. (laughs) What do you mean? Your birthday's coming up. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So, thanks for paying attention. Oh, I pay attention. I pay attention. Well, I'm a little taken aback. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet, but we we got a couple weeks left. Yeah. So, anyways, folks, thanks for listening. That's Shout we, out. That's all we got. Stand up.